in an even more audacious move. Holmes was staying at another location with his wife, who was unaware of the whole affair. Holmes later confessed to murdering Alice and Nellie by forcing them into a large trunk and locking them inside. He drilled a hole in the lid of the trunk and put one, in, one end of a hose through the hole, attaching the other end to a gas line to asphyxiate the girls. Holmes buried their nude bodies in the cellar of his rental house at 16 St. Vincent Street in Toronto. This home and address no longer exists, St. Vincent Street having long since been realigned into a part of Bay Street. Frank Geyer, a Philadelphia police detective assigned to investigate Holmes and find the three missing children, found the decomposed bodies of the two Peitzel girls in the cellar of, of the Toronto home. Detective Geyer wrote, the deeper we dug, the more horrible the odor became, and when we reached the depth of three feet, we discovered what appeared to be the bone of the forearm of a human being. Geyer then went to Indianapolis, where Holmes had rented a cottage. Holmes was reported to have visited a local pharmacy to purchase the drugs, which he used to kill young Howard Peitzel, and a repair shop to sharpen the knives he used to chop up the body before he burned it. The boy's teeth and bits of bones were discovered in the Holmes chimney. Holmes' murder spree finally ended when he was arrested in Boston on November 17, 1894. After being tracked there from the, from the Philadelphia by the private Pinkerton National Detective Agency. He was held on an outstanding warrant for, for horse theft in Texas because the authorities had become more suspicious at this point and Holmes appeared poised to flee the country in the company of his unsuspecting third wife. In July 1895, Following the discovery of Alice and Nellie's bodies, Chicago police and reporters began investigating Holmes's building in Inglewood, now locally referred to as the castle. Though many sensational claims were made, no evidence was found which could have convicted Holmes in Chicago. According to Selzer, stories of torture equipment found in the building are 20th century fiction. In October 1895, Holmes was put on trial for the murder of Benjamin Peitzel and was found guilty and sentenced to death. By then, it was evident Holmes had also murdered the three missing Peitzel children. Following his conviction, Holmes confessed to 27 murders in Chicago, Indianapolis, and Toronto, though some people he confessed to murdering were still alive and six attempted murders. Holmes was paid 7500 by the Hearst newspapers in exchange for his confession, which was quickly found to be mostly nonsense.
While writing his confessions in prison, Holmes mentioned how drastically his facial appearance had changed since his imprisonment. On May 7, 1896, Holmes was hanged at Moya Menzing Prison, also known as the Philadelphia County Prison, for the murder of Peitzel. Until the moment of his death, Holmes remained calm and amiable, showing very few signs of fear, anxiety, or depression. Despite this, he asked for his coffin to be contained in cement and buried ten feet deep because he was concerned grave robbers would steal his body and use it for dissection. Holmes' neck did not break. He instead strangled to death slowly, twitching for over 15 minutes before being pronounced dead 20 minutes after the trap had been sprung. Upon his execution, Holmes' body was interred in an unmarked grave at Holy Cross Cemetery, a Catholic cemetery in the Philadelphia western suburb of Yeadon, Pennsylvania. On New Year's Eve, 1909, Hedgepeth, who had been pardoned for informing on Holmes, was shot and killed by police officer Edward Jaberic during a holdup at a Chicago saloon. On March 7, 1914, the Chicago Tribune reported that, with the death of Patrick Quinlan, the former caretaker of the castle, the mysteries of Holmes Castle would remain unexplained. Quinlan had committed suicide by taking strychnine. His body was found in his bedroom with a note that read, I couldn't sleep. Quinlan's surviving relatives claimed he had been haunted for several months and was suffering from hallucinations. The castle itself was mysteriously gutted by fire in August 1895. According to a newspaper clipping from the New York Times, two men were seen entering the back of the building between 8 and 9 p.m. About half an hour later, they were seen exiting the building and rapidly running away. Following several explosions, the castle went up in flames. Afterwards, investigators found a half-empty gas can under the back steps of the building. The building survived the fire and remained in use until it was torn down in 1938. The site is occupied by the Inglewood Branch of the United States Postal Service. In 2017, amid allegations, Holmes had in fact escaped execution. Holmes' body was exhumed for testing, led by Janet Mong of the University of Pennsylvania Museum of Archaeology and Anthropology. Due to his coffin being contained in cement, his body was found not to have decomposed normally. His clothes were almost perfectly preserved, and his mustache was found to be intact. The body was positively identified by his teeth as being that of Holmes. Holmes was then, bar was then reburied. 
Thanks for listening to Gallows Bird. Please join me next weekend for an all-new episode. And please like and subscribe. Thank you.